This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 158, Balance, Masculine, and Feminine Energy. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for barrier-breaking women who are ready to shed their good girl layers so they can own their power and live deeply fulfilling lives instead. I'm your host, Lindsay Elizabeth. I'm a leadership coach to women all over the world. And I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me and my guests as we challenge you to shed society's bullshit systems and beliefs to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you were meant to be. As you listen, trust your intuition to take what you love and leave the rest. The thoughts and perspectives I share on the show are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a privileged, white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. And while that informs my experience and perspectives, I wholeheartedly believe living a deeply fulfilling life is possible to every woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I'm open to doing better and hearing your feedback. My goal is for you to leave this show feeling empowered, inspired and ready to share this show with every woman you know so they too can create a life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Hi there, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the show. Today I'm interviewing Nicole Liano. Nicole and I met recently just networking with one another. I loved her energy. We sort of got off on a side tangent talking about masculine and feminine energy and how she works with her clients as they build their businesses to balance the two energies within them. And I was like, Nicole, you got to come on my show. We got to talk about this. I love these kind of conversations. And she said, yes. And so we recorded this interview. She talks about her background, so I won't go into it here, but, um, Nicole went through a journey of balancing her own masculine and feminine energy. And now she does that with her clients. And then she also uses a tool called human design. So if you're interested in that, we're dig a little bit deeper into that, which is a tool that's just recently been introduced in my world and I'm loving it. And two, we talk about, you know, people who tend to not be into things like human design and considered, you know, like woo woo stuff that that's really a denial of their own feminine energy. That's the patriarchy at play, my friend. So if you're already like kind of turned off by me, just mentioning human design, I encourage you to lean into this one and stay with us because it will open your eyes to a lot of great things. Again, I love Nicole's energy. So great. Um, and I hope you enjoy this interview. Here it is. All right, Nicole. So excited to have you today. We're talking about masculine and feminine energy, which is something I've been working on a lot over this past year of balancing my own. And you and I connected a few weeks ago and we just started talking about this and how you work with your clients in this. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, you have to come on the podcast and you have to teach us even more about balancing masculine and feminine energy. And I know in your journey, you have had some work around this. So tell us all the things, like how did you learn how to balance these two energies? Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to be here. 
And yeah, that's honestly, that's been like my biggest lesson. And I think we all have like, we, we all have like one way that we lean more into. And I had a corporate background. I'm also just a little type A by nature. Um, I like to control things. I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So that's my natural tendency. And I also, I find comfort in, in diving into something and like diving into a project and getting into the details and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm, I know I'm good at it. So I think that we, when you're good at the structured stuff, it's easy to fall into that when you're a little bit afraid of leaning the other way where it might be a little bit more daring. So I always said that I, I, my pendulum has been swinging from one side to the other of the masculine and feminine side. So I grew up being an actor. Um, that was what I loved to do was act. And I grew up outside of New York city. So I acted in New York and didn't have great success with the business side of, of acting. I never really got that part of it, of how you get the jobs and stuff. I really loved the work though. And so I ran out of money as an actor and was temping to make money in between jobs at on Wall Street. Long story short, I end up working there for like seven years and I burnt out there. So I was in the masculine energy part. I went from my creative side and I was like, oh, look, there's safety in the masculine. And I think that that's where a lot of us end up getting attached to is that safety in the masculine. It's predictable. It's linear. We understand it. And the feminine side is all this flowy stuff and, you know, allow things to happen. And if you're controlling like me and you're a bit of a perfectionist, you're just like, I can't bank on like allowing, <laughs> I need to engineer some of this. And, and so I fell fully into that because I was like, I didn't have health insurance and stuff like that. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to get like bonuses and, and all of this wonderful stuff. It was very intoxicating at the time. And fast forward, I climbed the corporate ladder, um, about five years into my journey there. I completely, I, I started to burn out. I started to really feel like this is not where I belong but the golden handcuffs, the feeling of like, how do you unwind this big mess, this big ball? Like I have, I have what everybody wants. I have a really fancy job with a great salary, with a big bonus, um, with a fancy title. Like it's all working to the outside world, but I felt like I was dying inside. My soul was calling and your soul. What it does is that feminine side will call to you. It will, it will start tapping you on the shoulder and it will start out as a really soft tap. And then that tap will get louder and louder and louder and harder until it like brings your house down. And that came to me in the form of like a clinical depression. But I, I see that as like the greatest gift of my life because it was the wake up call. My rock bottom happened to not be terribly bottom, which we should all be so lucky. But I was, I did have the presence of mind. Even then when I was diagnosed, I heard those words and then I was presented the path. Do you want to go do you want to go medication or do you want to go therapy? I think that that was sort of a masculine or feminine choice as well. Do I want to control the situation or do I want to allow it to unfold? And I chose the latter. I, I said, no, I feel like there's something I, I knew at the moment. I remember saying this to my therapist. I said, no, I believe that this moment is here to teach me something. I don't know what it is and I should be present for it. Mm. And that was before all of my personal development work and everything, but I did, I remember that feeling. And I do feel like that was like my soul speaking through me and just telling me that there's, there's something in this moment. Don't you numb yourself? Let's allow this to unfold. And that started, that kicked off this whole journey. So 
And then it's always been ever since then. And I, you know, I, I left that job. I went out to LA, I went back to acting because it was the only thing that I knew connected me to who I felt like I really was. And it's always been this journey of, and this fight between when I worked on wall street, it was like, don't tell anyone you're an actor because you won't fit in. And then it was when I went out to LA, don't tell anyone you worked on wall street, you won't fit in always, always not allowing and not, not inviting all of me to play and to be part of everything of the things that I was doing. And that's been the journey. The more I accepted myself, the more I balanced, the more I brought all of me to play the creative woo-woo side. And like, I call myself a type A hippie. Um, the more I embraced that as a whole, and that became my identity, the more my whole world opened up. And that's been true in my business. And now I just, that that's, that's always the questions that I'm asking is, where am I leaning? What's, what am I feeling right now? What am I not able to do? What part of me is needed? What part of my, what part of me am I not allowing? Whew, so good, Nicole. I mean, I can relate to your story. I know many of my clients can relate to your story. We all have those moments. I think as women, hopefully it is a gift of like this wake up call of like, am I going to embrace my full self? And a lot of times it's embracing your feminine energy because we're in this environment, this patriarchy of like, let's deny all of those things. And like you said, I, I haven't even thought about it the way that you said it of the masculine is very stable and very known. And so there's a safety and security in that versus in the feminine is like, okay, where are we going? Like, you know, and it can cause some anxiety in that process too. Yeah. So powerful. We- we think of the free spirit as having it easy. No, there's a tremendous amount of trust that needs to go into being a free spirit. It's trusting in the things that you can't see. That's the feminine to me. And that's the exercise. And this world is built on masculine principles and we're all living in it regardless. And women are really going, we're going more against our grain because, and men have a feminine side too. It's not, it's not male, female, it's the energy, but men tend to, you know, we slip into one more than the other one is more our natural state. And our natural state is not the one that this world is built for. So we've been pushed the other way, which is why like a lot of times when people have, when women have children, a lot changes because it's this total feminine energy. It's your creation. That's what femininity is it's it's creativity and that's the ultimate form of creation is we have this ability to create life which is amazing and that a, a lot of times that can kick off awakening for women because it you you can't help but get in tune with that if you're fighting that you're probably going to get sick you're probably going to be very frustrated you're probably going to have a hard time because you're you're trying to you're using the wrong tool in mm. in the process yeah yeah. So much I want to cover there, but and maybe we'll get back to it because I do want to just, let's get very clear of masculine and feminine energy, right? We're not talking about men, female, it's just energy being. So how would you define the two different energies, Nicole? Masculine energy is like I was saying, it's linear. It is much more structured. It is much more, let's see, what, what, what would be examples of masculine energy? So, and you need both. 
you can't just be feminine. If you're too, if you're too far into the feminine, then you're probably not getting any work done. The masculine is the planning side. The masculine is the structure side. How are we going to get it done? The it, it's like I said, it, it's very linear. It's logical. It's the analytical side of things. Let's look at the data. Um, it, it's very different. It's very convergent is a word that they use focused, targeted. That's the masculine detail, stable, certain. Feminine, creative, intuitive. That's our intuition. That's the, it's the unseen. It's the things that we can't quite put our hands on, but we know is there and we don't trust that. It's the sensual side and it's divergent. So it's not converging on this one little thing. It's not, it's not terribly focused. It's allowing all the things that are happening around us to fall together and trusting that they all do come together, that they are all entangled. So when we think about things like, you know, when we, we think about a concept that, that all of humanity is one, that we are all connected, that's a very feminine energy kind of concept. And in order to believe in that, it sort of challenges you to believe in more than you can see. So th those, are, those are some ways of looking at it. Another way you can look at it is masculine is very outward. Feminine is very inward. Mm. Yeah. So good. Okay. So that's for anyone who's needs the, the definitions there. And as you said, we need both those energies and really we need to learn how to balance those energies, right. And come together with them. Mm -hmm. So before we start getting into how we can balance, let's talk about what it looks like unbalanced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to show up in lots of different ways for you. You're, you're going to notice it. You might notice it by what you're doing and it not working. Why am I trying all of these structured things? Why am I trying to do all of, why am I trying to put these strategies into practice and they're not working? Why am I not able to move? You know, and I say that you go into fight, flight, or freeze. Freeze is the one that we don't really think about and they don't really talk about, but freeze is the procrastination. Are you procrastinating? Are you not able to move? But an another thing is that you might notice that you're feeling victim-y that can be very triggered is usually a way you're frustrated. And I know that we're probably going to touch on this at some point, but I use human design a lot of times to tell us when we are or are not in alignment, because that's really what we're talking about. When you're balanced in the masculine and the feminine, you're very much in alignment. And then your purpose is the other piece of that. So being balanced in those two energies and then being being focused on and in alignment with a goal or with a purpose or with, you know, your overall path, those three things coming together is alignment and human design is a tool that I use to help. It's a very great tool to tell you when you're out of energetic alignment or when you're in it and the different types in human design, there are five different types. Everybody falls into a category. It's totally based off of your birth date, your birth time. There's no questions to answer. It's not subjective. It's very much like, this is what you are. There's no changing it. This is what you are. And those different types have different ways of telling whether they are, are in or out of alignment. And I use those pretty heavily because that's, that's an easy way for everybody to know specifically for them. This is how it shows up for me. Yeah. I can't wait to touch on the human design piece, but mm -hmm. let's go back to, I so relate to everything you said of out of alignment, right? You're trying to get something and it just is a stuck feeling. And this, what I would say, like this tired feeling too, especially mm -hmm. if you're in the over masculine is like, oh, I'm just working really, really hard. And it goes back to why a lot of women, they have burnout, right? 
Exactly. And that's where it'll show up. So if you're leaning too far into the masculine, it's probably going to show up with you being maybe overly aggressive, maybe you being overly controlling. You're the avoiding things, procrastinating. Um, you, You might find that you're lashing out. That's usually a sign that you're too far into the masculine, that that side is getting a little bit too much of your energy and you're not listening to the softer side of things. You're not giving yourself space. And for women, a lot of times I sort of see this as like, you know, the, the, the inner goddess or that, that inner, the, the inner feminine inside of you, who's, you need her to do what you want to do the way you want to do it, mm. to achieve your hopes, your dreams, and everything that you have, all the goals that are on your vision board and all of that stuff. You're going to need that chick because that's your magic. That is your innate goodness and what makes you unique and not like everybody else. And that's usually what we're all searching for. How can I stand out? How can I be more of me? How can I, how can, how can people see me? And usually that's the part. And one of my coaches said to me once, he's like, well, I think people who are, who are seeking to be seen are often hiding. And what's the part that you're hiding? A lot of times we're hiding the feminine. We're hiding this part of ourselves. So I sort of see her kind of sulking in a corner being like, wait for me. You're, you can't go without me. And I'm not going until I get to play the way I want to play until I get to come to this with all of me and you give me some space. It's almost like, where's my moment in the movie? You know, I'm not going to show up. You can't put, you can't put my name on the marquee until you give me my screen time and you give me my moment. I'm a leading lady in this. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing, Nicole is like, like you said, we all have that. But what I've seen with myself and a lot of my clients is like, we have to create a safety for her to come out mm-hmm. because I feel like our society has just like put her in the corner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And once we create that safety is like, let's let this out. That's when that flow happens. Don't you think? Of course you have to give her, you have to give her safety. You have to, you have to, you gotta give her time too. Cause usually that's what gets in the way is we're rushing and we're moving so fast in that masculine side that that's the first thing that you need to pull back. And you need to say that like, I'm giving myself one day a week of like a goddess day of a me day of a feminine day. And I'm just going to be allowing that to come out in any way that it, that it can, we can, sometimes we can look to structure the feminine work a little bit too much where we're like, oh, well, I'm going to meditate and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's going to be this kind. And then we get stuck on, is it the right meditation that I'm doing? Which app should I use and recognize where you're trying to now control the thing that you are looking to loosen up with and recognize that and you're not giving it the space that it deserves. So creating the space for this this woman to emerge from you, this feminine side to emerge from you, it can be anything. It can be a spa day or it can be a walk. It can just be those just creating that time around it and not feeling guilty for giving yourself that time. Like you should be doing something else. Yeah. So true. I get that with clients all the time. It's like, (laughs) I want to increase, you know, whatever feeling or like say peace, for example, it's like, well, I'm going to meditate and do this. I'm like, whoa, like, let's just like, let it happen. (laughs) It sounds so stressful the way that you said it. I know. Um, Okay. So I encounter a lot of women who are in their masculine too much energy, but let's just touch on when they're in the over feminine. Mm -hmm. What does that look like to you? Needy victimy, 
um, maybe manipulative or indecisive that, 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 and I don't want to, I, I, I hate using the word scattered because it can feel like that, but to some of us, that can just be that you have a lot of natural ideas that are flowing and you feel like you should be a different way. I don't want to confuse that. So, but, but I would say like codependence is a big too much in the feminine and, and codependence can exist with people or it can exist with organizations. So your corporate environment, your job, things like that, you can have a serious codependency with that. So there's, there, there is that side of things as well. Those are the big ones, the neediness. If you find that you're like, you're needy, you're codependent, you're manipulative, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff that that's going to be overly feminine. Yeah. I see it with like a lack of action. It's just kind of a spinning mm-hmm. and a feeling. It's like, okay, we got to feel and move. Feel and move. <laughs> the, the inability to move is the, mm-hmm. is the biggest one. And that comes back to that. There's procrastination on one side. And then the other side is getting lost in the opening up work where you forget to move. You're not forgetting you're, you're avoiding moving forward. It's that avoidance of the thing that you want to make happen. Like what are the action steps? Aligned action is a big part of, of life and of evolution. And the reason we're bringing these two sides together, isn't to just spend all day in bed and, you know, embrace your feminine side. It's in the pursuit of your overall evolution and whoever it is that you want to be in this world. And in order to be that you have to take aligned action in accordance with that alignment and with who you want to be. Yeah. I love how you keep bringing up alignment because I feel like this past year, Nicole mm-hmm. has been a big year for me. I'm like, Oh, I know. I really want to take action, but I'm just not in alignment yet. And I say this with clients of like, we got to get you click, like click you in. And then mm-hmm. once you see it click, it's just like whew, rapid fire. And you can get really impatient getting into that yeah. alignment. Like, Oh, I want it right now, but you feel it. You feel it once you, once you've had it and then you kind of lose it and you come back, like, you know, everything works. It's when the wind is at your back. And it, it's not effortless. There's always, there's, there's work involved, but the, the work doesn't feel like effort. It feels joyful. Mm. And, and with that, again, like I, I use human design as that tool to tell us when we're in or out of alignment and help us get there faster because alignment can work very fast. We don't have to sit and wait for alignment necessarily. Um, Sometimes there is waiting involved, but it, it doesn't have to be that way. Sometimes yeah, so we talk can be to asking us about, some better questions. Yeah. So talk to us about human design and how you use that for alignment. Sure. So human design, like I was saying, there, it is a, it is a practice and a, and a, a system that is based on lots of different things. So there's, there's the, the, it's some astrology, the Chinese I Ching, the Kabbalah, there's lots of different things. The tree of life are all brought into this system and it's based off your birth time, your birth date, where you were born. And that's it. And that that takes some coordinates and basically gives you kind of a genetic blueprint of of a cosmic blueprint of who you are. And there are five types. And then there are authorities and all these other things that are, that are brought into it. I won't go into it because it would take a long time to go into lots of the, the, the details about it, but what human design lets you know, and this is the thing that was always missing for me because I am type A and I do like steps and I do like to understand how things move and I want to move fast. 
Um, I don't want to sit and wait for, I don't want to study for five years on how to balance myself and get into alignment. I want it to happen as quickly as possible. And I'm willing to do the work and human design allows you to do that because it's actually telling you how to. So when you hear things about like tips for manifesting and tips for this and tips for that, well, some might work for you and some might not. And it's sort of this crapshoot of you just trying a bunch of stuff on to finally find out, you know, what works for you. And then, and, and there doesn't seem to be a rhyme or a reason if you're just cherry picking with human design, it's actually telling you, well, for this type, this is how you should ask questions of yourself. This is how you can find, this is the voice of your intuition. Your intuition is going to speak to you a certain way. And it's different for all the different types, which is huge for, well, it's actually different for all the authorities. It's another layer of it. There are many layers to this. And when you get into lots of details, it will actually give you a very great story of not only who you are, but who you're meant to be in the highest expression of yourself. So we're all trying to get to that. Like if you, if you have a yearning inside of you where you're like, I know that my fullest potential is out there. I can taste it. I can see it. I can feel it, but I'm not there. And I feel very called to it. Human design will fill in a lot of those gaps and give you a lot of the, a lot of the feelings. And the, the, the common reaction is people are just like, it's all the things that they've always known about themselves, about their journey. Like some people, like for me, it was like, I've known this since I was a kid. I can't believe that this is all in here, that it, it's such a confirmation of your knowing that in and of itself is powerful because what's going to get you to trust your knowing if you've been not listening to it again, the feminine side, if you haven't been listening to your intuition for a long time, but you're just like, I know it's true, but I just don't have any evidence and who's going to believe me. And I don't know, this is in black and white. So this seems more trustworthy if that's where you've been leaning, but then someone comes to you and said, and reads this chart and it's confirming everything you've always known. then somehow that sort of makes you feel like I should, I should trust myself more. How would they know this? It's sort of like what psychics kind of do for some people, but without the talking to dead people and all of that stuff, it's intuition. It, it really is. And it gives you a mechanism. This is the best part because the psychic, it's like, okay, well then I'll go back the next time I have a question. If you believe in that stuff and that's, what's giving you some, some comfort, but with this, it's giving you a system for tuning into yourself for understanding how decisions should be made in your world, how long you have to wait, if you have to wait at all, or is that just a conditioned response that's been put into you through what you were taught in your environment and your family, the way that you grew up, the patriarchy, the, the, the system that you've grown up in, whatever it is, we're all conditioned to be the way that the world told us was safe for us to be, mm. or the way that we should be. And human design is who you were meant to be. And it gives you tools to, to start tuning into yourself, realigning with who you're meant to be with your highest expression of yourself and how you can actually be checking in with that in every decision, in every day. And ultimately, when you are the highest expression of yourself, that's when you become a magnet for the things that you want. That's when things, you have the wind at your back because you are in alignment. It is that tool because that's ultimately what alignment means. I'm in alignment with the highest expression of myself and of my soul's journey. Yeah. And so that's how I use it. I like to, it gives me ways to ask my clients questions that will, based on their type, based on their authority, based on the things that I know about them from their chart, I can ask specific questions. So a lot of people, like people come to me for human design work, but there's also a lot of times where 
they don't know that I'm really using human design. I'm just asking them questions in a certain format that I know will get them what they needed and get them to, and then I'll, I might ask them, well, where do you feel that in your body? How does that feel in your body? And trusting those subtle cues and tuning them into what it feels like, what a yes feels like, what a no feels like. Mm-hmm. And then working through that deconditioning process of understanding when they feel like they should answer a certain way, but their intuition is giving them a different answer. And we can look back usually, and we can find other times where they didn't listen to their intuition and it did not go the way that they wanted or the way that they'd hoped. Yeah. So a lot of that, Nicole is really like using this feminine process of human design, like this thing we can't really see based on what what many people would say is woo woo. Mm -hmm. tapping them into their own balance of masculine and feminine energy in a lot of ways. Right. Of course. Yeah. And it allows them to really, to start putting things in practice where you can start leaning into the masculine side where you're going to do masculine things. You're going to plan, you're going to be focused. You're going to do the work that you're, but you're doing the work you're meant to do. You're doing the work that's in alignment for you. When you're doing the work that's in alignment for you, all that masculine stuff works really, really well. And you don't burn out because your soul isn't pumping the brakes on you saying, this isn't the direction that we belong in. You're not listening to me. Mm. You're listening. And when you're, when you're listening to that other side, you've got the whole team playing with you. Yeah. I'll just say, I've just started to tap into my own human design and via an app and Mm -hmm. it's, it's already been a game changer. It's like, oh yeah. So that's like, again, it just gives you permission to be like, oh, you mean, I don't have to go out there and like hustle or push, push, push. I can just sit here and do the things. Right. Um, okay. So Nicole, with that, tell us how people can work with you, be it human design and beyond. Sure. Yeah. I mean, well, people can reach out to me on Instagram. I put a lot of stuff up there. Um, my, my Instagram is Nicole official. I do human design readings. I work, I have a group program where we have a year long program where we take you through building your business and, and, and working through whatever your goals are. Um, and I use human design to coach you through that. And the, the greatest testimonial I get from my people is, you know, Nicole changed my business, but she changed my life. You know, my relationships in my whole world have changed. I'm making more money than I ever have. And I have a better relationship with my family, my husband, my kids and everybody because of it. Um, that that's really the goal. It's that type of growth. So I, um, you can go to my website at nicolelano.me and all the information is over there. And, or you can DM me on Instagram because I answer those. So you can feel free to reach out to me there. Yay. And Nicole, so you just do human design readings too? I do human design readings. Mm-hmm. I, and then I have my coaching programs and, and other longer term, more focused, more focused coaching. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all your wisdom with us today. Thank you for having me. This was super fun. Yay. Thanks for tuning into the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast. If you haven't left a review for the show yet, what are you waiting for? Your reviews give us the feedback and momentum we need to continue to produce this incredible free content for you. Plus, when you leave a review for the show, you get a copy of my book for free. Simply take a picture of your review and submit it to Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, epreston.com forward slash one zero zero and you'll receive a digital copy of 
my wisdom from the first hundred episodes book. This book is a study guide for life. Enjoy. And of course, share the show with your friends. I believe every woman can create a deeply fulfilling life that lights them the fuck up from the inside. The more you help others succeed, the more you help yourself. So share, share, share this show. And I'll see you soon and your friends back on the show next week for another eye-opening episode. Until then, keep rocking it.